0: I got time, puss. Today, I got time, puss. You lucky on that day, I was acting cool, puss. What? Nigga, what's up? How gangster are
1: you, puss? Hey. I don't fuck with you guys, you
0: disrespecting me. What? I don't fuck
1: with you guys, you disrespecting me. I you go hard, cuz.
0: Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good today. What is today? Oh, my God. Time is flying, hoodie, okay? Happy Wednesday. It's almost Cinco de Mayo. Hope everybody's doing good. Make sure my screens are up. Make sure everybody's here. Yes, I'm rocking my blue today. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? with a light blue lipstick. Okay, because why? Well, right, today I got time because. Anyways, I hope you guys are doing good. Thank you guys for coming through. Sorry, I was running behind. I got a last minute call from somebody at Spotify. And I want to share this with my tea sippers, okay? They called me. As you guys and I haven't done a green room show in a few weeks, um, they have bought 12 episodes of my show. They enjoyed it. They really liked the green room. Um, they loved the energy, the vibe, the conversation. It wasn't about everybody agreeing with each other. People caught in with differences of opinion, but we rocked the show. And basically, child, they said once I stopped, the tea sippers left, honey. We had that app popping. So give yourselves a round of applause, put a teacup in the chat. Thank you guys so much to everybody who just came through and supported my green room show. So they want me to come back. They want to buy more episodes. So I'm like so happy because usually y'all know I'm used to, you know, YouTube and live streaming. So I'm very happy that other platforms are recognizing my voice, my energy, my spirit, you know what I'm saying? So they want to bring me back. So we were conversating right before the live stream. So I'm super excited. So we may start as soon as next week. I'm, I will keep you guys posted. I know a lot of y'all have been asking me, when's the next green room? That's why we haven't had one because I needed to know, you know, what the next step were, were they feeling it, that they like the shows and they definitely did and they want to buy some more episodes. So thank you guys so much. I mean, you know, I took it seriously when I went and I had somebody create a theme song, honey, okay? That theme song is a bop and I think they miss hearing that theme song as well. So it's been a lot going on. Thank you guys so much. I mean, I, I appreciate it. And I couldn't do it without y'all. You know, y'all bring the energy. Y'all bring the positivity. And that's what my platform is about. It's not about a bunch of muck and antics and, you know, doing shit to go viral. It's about me giving a platform to real people because y'all come here every week. Y'all come to my stream. So it was really dope to hear some of y'all's voices and hear people calling in from France and Germany and Canada and the Caribbeans. Like, that just amazed me that I had people who watch me all over the world. Like, that still surprises me. I don't know why, but it still does. <laughs> so, yes, y'all, I'm super happy. So um, I'm working on some things with them. I will keep y'all posted, but we will be bringing back the green room Um, They changed it to Spotify Lives, but I still call it the Green Room, technically. You know what I'm saying? So we'll definitely be back. And I just look forward to having more conversations with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Hearing y'all call in and state y'all's opinion. So, child, it's a lot of stuff going on here. And it's a lot of things to get into. First and foremost, okay? Woo! T Bro Domus strikes again. Okay? Now, thank y'all for the roses and the flowers. I appreciate y'all. Who remembers when I told everybody during my Will Smith stream? Remember, a lot of folks were making excuses for good old Will just because folks like him and, you know, they like Jada. They're everybody's couple goals. Everybody kept saying, oh, he's protecting his black wife. That's what a man's supposed to do. A man's supposed to go up on stage during a live award show and slap the shit out of, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who's doing their job. But y'all remember I stood firm in my belief. I said, "What, what are we in the twilight zone? This is not acceptable. This is assault. It's not okay. And that's why I always tell people, child, stand in your truth. Whatever you feel like your truth is, stand in your truth. Don't let the internet shame you. Don't let the mob shame you. You know what I'm saying? Because you notice after a while, people started switching their stats. Remember, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, everybody was Team Will. Child, by the time I did my live stream, by the end of that weekend, everybody was Team Chris. I said, damn, the internet is fake. (laughs) Y'all was Team Will and Jada, huh? Well, now, y'all know me, honey. I'm good for a flashback, bitch. So I went back to my video. I said, oh, somebody ran up on stage and smacked, you know what I'm saying, literally just attacked Dave Chappelle, oh, didn't Lovely T say that this would happen a few weeks ago? And y'all said I was reaching. Oh, that's never going to happen again. This was a one-time flaw. Okay, let me go ahead. And... <laughs> y'all not got the timestamps, bitch, okay? Let me go ahead and share my screen here. We're going to do a, a live stream flashback. Y'all know we love these, child. We love a good, good old live stream flashback. <laughs> this was me. Just a few weeks ago, we got over 250,000 views, 18,000 likes. Uh, when was this? Yeah, a month ago. A month ago. So let's see what I had to say a month ago. Like, if I tell the wrong joke, who's going to be the next Will Smith? Who's going to be the next person to come up here and just slap me? You know, it's one thing they want to have to deal with hecklers. But sometimes you'll have hecklers in the crowd who want to heckle and take over the show and they want the attention. But what happens when that heckler now thinks that they can run up? and smack you you know so i think this may, you know sadly be the death of comedy to be honest with you again this is ushering in this pc culture that we've been talking about for years and and the um silencing of people where you can't even joke you can't have an opinion you can't and i'm not saying like all right we're done <laughs> y'all get the damn point T-Girl diamond strikes again. Okay? So, I woke up this morning, because y'all and I have been on my, on my diet and stuff. I'm doing good. Yesterday, all I had, damn it, for dinner was literally rabbit food. I had carrots, some cucumbers, and broccoli, and a little bit of hummus, two tablespoons of hummus, and I went to bed. Okay? So, I woke up this morning. You know, I had a good night's sleep. I woke up, and I was like, and was tagging me. Oh, no! Dave Chappelle's been attacked. I said, oh, y'all are upset? Weren't y'all co-signing? Not y'all, you know the T-sip is we got common sense, child. But I mean, weren't y'all co-signing this when Will Smith turned into Will Park and attacked Chris Rock? Remember, he was doing it for the plight of black women. No, he wasn't. He was doing it because he was a cuckold. okay? <laughs> By August Alcina. And August Alcina was still talking shit. So my thing is, I just find it very interesting now, like everybody's, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Again, you have to watch the type of energy, okay, as a society that we put out there. When we were excusing this behavior, it made other people think like, well, damn, I could be the next Will Smith and go viral and get attention. Well, this young man, what is his name? Isaiah Lee, 23 years old. They beat him so bad, honey, he's on the stretcher. His arm is backwards. His arm is literally facing like this. I'm like, damn, you, you, got, you got a viral moment, all right? And you also got twisted up like a damn pretzel, okay? I don't feel bad for him. You know, you, he has no business running up there and attacking anyone. Why are you going to a comedy show and then getting in your feelings when a comedian is telling a joke? Everybody knows how Dave Chappelle gets down. Everybody know that Dave Chappelle does not bite his tongue for anybody. So if you were offended by Dave Chappelle, why would you buy a ticket and then go see Dave Chappelle? Make it make sense. Okay, so he came with the intent to be offended and to get in his feelings. So let me go ahead. Let's listen to some of these news articles, honey. Everybody's talking about it. Dave Chappelle's team wasn't playing no games. Chris Rock was also there, ironically enough, and he even made a joke. Chris Rock was like, damn, I thought it was Will Smith. Hell, I did too. <laughs> but it was some guy named Isaiah, okay? So let me go ahead and share my screen. I'm gonna go ahead and watch this real quick. Is
1: that Will Smith? Chris Rock makes a joke about Will Smith after Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage. Mystery, mystery. <laughs> The 48-year-old comedian was tackled mid-set on Tuesday night as he performed at the Los Angeles Hollywood Bowl as part of the Netflix is a Joke Festival. The Los Angeles Police Department confirms to ET that the suspect, identified as 23-year-old Isaiah Lee, jumped on stage armed with a handgun replica that included a knife blade. Yes, right. <laughs> Security immediately intervened, and police tell us that the suspect was detained Booked on $30,000 bail and charged with assault with a deadly weapon after being taken to the hospital with superficial injuries.
0: Pretty
1: good. Oh. Oh, well, after the super tense mid show moment, Rock, who performed at the festival before Chappelle, returned to the stage to make a joke, naturally asking, Is that Will awesome? Smith? Of course, that was a reference to when Smith slapped Rock during the 2022 Oscars, after he made a joke about the Oscar winner's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. (laughs) A source tells E.T. that Rock was not on stage when the attack occurred. But as soon as he realized what all the commotion was about, he immediately went over to check on Chappelle and, without skipping a beat, made that joke about the King Richard star. Was that, Will Smith? And get this, Jamie Foxx was there, and ET source says that he stepped in to help the security when it all went down. Chappelle even called him out on stage to say thank you. Shout out to Jamie Foxx, by the way. Whenever you were in trouble, Jamie Foxx would show up in the sheriff's yes. hat. I, mean, I thought that was part of the show. I don't know what the f*** is. Meanwhile, an eyewitness tells ET that security was tight at the show and adds that guests had to walk through two checkpoints to get into the backstage area. And hanging out backstage? According to ET's eyewitness, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Buster Rhymes, DaBaby, Rihanna, and ASAP Rocky were there too. But the eyewitness adds that Riri, who is expecting her first child with Rocky, did not get caught up in the chaos on stage, explaining that they were nowhere near the attack and left shortly after. History. History. As for Scott, <laughs> told why, for why do they keep, the
0: keep the replaying it? Exactly. Y'all, let me come back on the screen here. I'm mad they keep replaying him getting hit. But um, like I said, the whole situation is a mess. He got what he deserved. Let me show y'all the weapon that he had on him. This is scary. This is really scary. He had a knife gun. I've never heard of a knife gun a day in my life. I guess it's a gun and when you hit the trigger a knife comes out. What kind, what, what kind of GI Joe shit is this? GI Joe head ass. I've never heard of a knife gun, I guess. But my thing is that there were two checkpoints, right? How did he, how was he able to get something that big in there? So, this could have been really serious. You know, a lot of people are joking and saying, oh, you know, it's funny. You know, Dave Chappelle got attacked, but that is a weapon that they found on the guy. So, he really could have really harmed Dave Chappelle. So, this is very scary. Okay. That we have crazy ass, you know, wannabe G.I. Joe avenging whoever he's trying to avenge. He's trying to go after comedians. I just hope that this doesn't end up being like just a normal thing. I think going forward at a lot of comedy shows, you're probably going to see more security, you know, like near the stages, making their presence definitely known. But I will say that Dave Chappelle's security, they did a good job, um, you know, after the fact. They weren't expecting the guy to jump up there and go attack them. But I think they're going to have to have security near the stage because obviously the guy ran up the steps. So they should have been security right there by the steps. Because he could have killed Dave Chappelle. You know, thank God he didn't. But that's what I was saying a few weeks ago, that if we're going to start excusing this, you know, with Will Smith, you have to be careful because that's walking a slippery slope. You know, and and things like this, they spawn copycats. They spawn attention seekers, people looking to go viral, people looking for a moment, or people looking to hurt somebody. So I think for the next time, the security is going to have to do better and they're going to have to be at certain parts near the stage, certain points near the stage. So that way people can't just run up there and attack. So, yeah, this was very scary. But I love the fact that, you know, Chris Rock was there. He made that joke. Um, I love the fact that, you know, Jamie Foxx was there and he tried to help out. Um, I don't know why they even brought up Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce and Jay-Z were here. Rihanna and ASAP Rocky were here, but they weren't harmed. Why would they be harmed? Were they comedians? Were they on stage? Like, they all trying to drag Beyonce to something. Just like during the whole Oscars thing. Chris Rock is a victim, and everybody kept saying, I can't believe Will Smith smacked Chris Rock in front of Beyonce and Jay-Z. So? He smacked him in front of me, the audience member watching from home. Like, why do people act like stuff is like, Super more intense because Jay Z and Beyonce are in the building. I mean, this worship of Jay Z and Beyonce is crazy. It's like, okay, I can't believe they slapped him and Beyonce and Jay Z were there. What about my eyes? I wasn't expecting that shit. Oh, fuck me because I'm a regular person, right? (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) I'm glad to know that they were safe, E.T., but I never thought Jay Z and Beyonce were in danger. Hell, we didn't even know they were there. But thanks for letting us know. <laughs> and I also find it funny, like the baby was there. I said, Well, thank goodness Isaiah didn't run up there when the baby was up there trying to tell a damn joke because Isaiah probably would have been killed. Okay? You know, you can't just run up on the baby and say any damn thing. So thank goodness it was Dave Chappelle and not the other little crazy man who likes to pull out guns and stuff. But yeah, they tripped me out with that. every Every single time it's like, Oh, Jay-Z and Beyonce were there. Oh my God, is Jay-Z and Beyonce okay? Yeah, I'm sure they're doing just fine. How about my mental health? Um, that doesn't matter, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Not the beehive and the bee. <laughs> the beehive don't waste no time. Soon as you say something about Beyonce, here they come with a B bee emojis. Y'all are a mess. Let's see here, why do y'all keep talking about Trey Melvin? If y'all are concerned with Trey Melvin, go to Trey Melvin's Instagram, Trey Melvin is not dead. Quit writing that in my chat, okay, thank you. Yeah, like, I, I mean, it's just funny how they always bring them up during like any type of event. It's like, is, is Jay-Z and Beyonce okay? You know, I know I'm more concerned with is Dave Chappelle okay, being that he was the one attacked. But um, anyways, let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Um. Jerome says, I was just telling my husband that you are a force to be reckoned with. A dedicated audience is more important than trying to appeal to any and everyone. Yes. Thank you so much. And that is the thing I be trying to let these folks know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is about my audience and the people who support me. I'm not worried about, you know, trying to like make a lane for like to get support behind celebrities and things like that. It is about my audience, you know, and that's who I make my content for because they're the ones who watch, they're the ones who share, they're the ones who support. It's not the celebrities, it's the audience. So thank you so much and thank you for being a member. I really appreciate it. Um, and I'm working on a new deep dive this month. Child, it's a lot. It's stomach turning, but I'm working on a deep dive. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um let's see here. Lady Lyrical 504, somebody from New Orleans says, "T, when you going to check your DMs? When you going to check your email?" Um I'll check it. I don't be in there like that. I have an email for business. My other email I check that sporadically. So, it depends on, you know, what it's about. Now, if it's something I'm interested in, I'll reply back. If it's something I'm not interested in, I'm not going to reply back. So, just so you know, Because people email me about all types of stuff that have nothing to do with me, that I don't dabble with, that I don't co-sign. So I just don't reply back to those emails. But um, I do check my email at least once a week. So I'll look in there. So thank you. Um, Let's see here. VS says, congrats, T. That's major that your absence was noticed. I've been watching your growth for years, and I'm genuinely happy for you. You are the bomb. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. And I'm glad that they noticed, like, dang, she left and took her tea sippers with her. Like, the tea tea sippers, like, we're not watching nobody else's show. They're not talking about anything. Like, when I do my show, it's popping, it's cracking. It's a bunch of people up in there, just like here on the live stream. So thank you guys for that. Just thank y'all for supporting me, no no matter what platform I'm on. That means a lot to me. So thank you. Um, Dasha, Dasha McDowell says, you are amazing. I've been a fan since 2016. I pray all the best for you. Sending you love from Dallas. Thank you so much, Dasha. Appreciate you, sis. Um, let's see here. VV Rain says, I look forward to those lives after work, after my annoying ass job. Thank you for the laughs. You are so welcome. And thanks for coming through, love. Um, Jay sent 999 says, hey, T, just wanted to let you know I love your content. That deep dive on Static Major was excellent. I also graduated co- I also graduate college next Tuesday. Wow, thank you so much. I'm glad you love the deep dive, and congratulations to you and all your future endeavors. Congratulations on getting ready to leave college. I know you're super happy and you know and you look you know and look forward to like the next step in your life. So congrats on everything. Thank you for coming through love. um let's see here. My screen just refreshed. Okay, Tutu sent 4 says, hey, T, it's my birthday. Can I get a shout-out? LOL. Happy birthday, Tutu. Thank you for coming through. Enjoy your day, and I'm glad that you're spending some of your birthday with me. So thank you. Um, Rick Irvy says, t grow Diamond strikes again. Thank you so much, Rick. Um, GB said he made a song about him two years ago. I heard it in the streets. I did hear that song. I think they posted on The Shade Room. The song was trash. I did hear it, though. This sounds more like an obsessed fan, you know, who has an issue with Dave Chappelle. You know, so I think after this, you're going to see more restrictions on people running up on stages, you know, after comedians and things like that. I think this is because, I mean, Dave Chappelle is a major comedian. I mean, granted, Chris Rock is, too. But he was slapped by Will Smith, so people excused it. But now that you got some dust bucket from the, you know, mean streets of, you know, Compton, I don't know where he's from, Oakland somewhere, shit, L.A., um, you know, they're going to take more precautions now. See, it was cute when it was, you know, A-list to A-list. But now that it's, you know, Z-list to A-list, now they're going to make all types of new rules and regulations. You know, when regular folks do some shit, oh, now we need police presence. You know, but when it was 2 A-listed, there was all types of excuse for Will Smith. So it's going to be interesting to see what comes of this. Um, let's see here. It's on baby. Send $49.99. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, they say this man got whooped <laughs> by the Street Fighter two roster. He needs to be grateful that he survived this. But in the words of Monique, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. Hit the like button, everyone. Love you, team. Thank you so much. Yes, y'all hit that like button. And yeah, you're right. I feel, I felt no ways about his arms. Some people are like, oh, security beat him up too much. Oh, security was too rough. Oh, he gonna have a lawsuit. Good luck on that lawsuit, sir. No, security did what they're supposed to do. You ran up on Dave Chappelle, who is a beloved comedian, first and foremost, and you had a damn knife gun. Like I said, I've never heard of a knife gun. You had a weapon on you. He's lucky all he got was a twisted arm because they beat the shit out of him. They really did. So I think security did the right thing. They did the right thing. Uh, let's see here. Oh, you sent two 499 super chats. Thank you so much. Um, they say, wanted to send a second half because YouTube was being petty with my $100 super chat as a whole. Showing you major love, T. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through and thanks for the support, love. Um, Let's see here. Tita Marie says, they turned that attacker into lemon pepper wings. <laughs> His arm was inside. I love you long time supporter and T-Sipper. Thank you so much. They did. And that boy's arm was straight up backwards. I know when he got to the hospital, he was screaming like, ah, what happened? Like, that's crazy. You're going to be walking around talking about, take my strong hand. (laughs) Y'all remember that movie? He was like, grab my hand. He was like, no, give me your other hand. He was like, no, that's my strong hand. Hello, baby, hand out of here, sir. About grabbing that little ass hand. (laughs) That's how you're gonna be walking around from now on. Hold my strong hand. (laughs) Um, Sarah says, run up, get done up. People need to realize you can't just run up on anyone. Love you, T. Please come to Indianapolis. Thank you so much. And we are definitely working on some different city show ideas. So I'm gonna keep you guys posted. Thank you for the super chat love. Um, let's see here. My page just be refreshing. Uh okay, Eden S says, hey T09 T Sipper here. I'm 39 weeks pregnant. about to give a water birth soon. Wish me luck. Love you. Hey, Discord fam. Good luck on that. That is so dope. I've always wanted to do that. Shout! I was too high risk to do a water birth, but enjoy. I I've seen them; they seem very very peaceful. That's such a dope way to give birth. So enjoy your bundle of joy that will be here soon. So thank you for coming through and showing love, sis. Um, let's see here, Sarah. I read that already. I'm sorry. Alex says, "T, you look snatched, honey. I'm a leave will. I'm a leave will. I'm a I'm a I'm a leave will. Thank you so much." I said, much love from the Virgin Islands. Thanks for coming through. Appreciate you. Um, Josiah Phoenix and $50 says, I don't think my original message was sent. Anyways, love you. Dave's attacker got the message in karma. Yes, he did. And thank you so much for the super chat, love. Love you too. Um, let's see here. Uh, Pink Curly Sunny says, hey, T, congrats on your success, sending love and blessings from New York. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Um, Joe Love says, hey, Miss Lovely T, this is my first super chat. I absolutely love your platform for being entertaining and informative. Thanks, girl. You are so welcome, and thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. So we got close to, what, 8,000 people in here. Shout out to all of y'all. So I want to go ahead. We got to talk about this next story. This whole Kim Kardashian, Ray J situation. Now, let me say this, okay? Again, T-Girl Dramas strikes. But let me make this clear. When I was saying that T-Girl Dramas strikes, I wasn't saying that I was the first one to state this. Basically what happened is that last week we had posted a story about Kim Kardashian crying. So let me show you this. It went when I can't play because it's on Hulu. She went viral last week for basically crying, making this whole spectacle, saying that Kanye West was able to get back the, um, the sex tape. And so her and all these old hens were sitting around just crying. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all crying for? Y'all weren't even on the tape. Well, Kim, oh, she got the sex tape. I'm like, why is everybody crying? Like, is it, I mean, this is like a 20 year old sex tape. The whole house was just crying. So I'm like, okay, the theatrics the were just too much. Then Kanye's like, they're never going to extort us again. Okay, yay. So then Ray J comes on. He's like, you know what? This is too much. Like, I'm I'm tired of this. You know, this is all one big lie because it's going viral. And so people started shaming Ray J. And they're saying, you know, Ray J's a loser. He's still trying to, you know, blackmail Kim, him and WAC 100. So they were getting a bunch of hate. And then, you know, the internet, honey, we don't sleep. We found an old clip and I posted it. Let me. I'ma just I don't know if I can play it. I might be able to. Hold on, it's pretty short. Let me share my screen, child. Share my screen. Okay. So I found an old clip of Kim basically saying that, you know, Courtney's asking her, well, why did you release the sex tape? And this fool, I mean, why did you make it? And she's saying she made it because she was horny.
1: Make a sex tape. Because I was horny and I felt like it.
0: Okay. So my whole point is this. This is what I wrote. I said, earlier today, Kim Kardashian went viral after new clips from her Hulu show showed her crying over Kanye getting her sex tape back from Ray Jane and 100. Well, the internet found a clip of Kim back in the day gleefully proclaiming that she made the sex tape because she was horny. And then I gave her a clown emoji. Then I said, it's all fun and games until your future children run across with sex tape on Roblox. Okay? So a few Kim Kardashian fans, they got in their feelings. Oh, T, that's not right. That's, you know, sexual assault and ho, oh, that's black. They had all these excuses for Kim. And they're basically trying to accuse me of like making you know, light of like a victim. Like she was a victim. Oh, you're making fun of like, you know, sex tape victims. It's not any of those such thing. Shit, a sex tape victim. Okay, I guess. From what she said, she was horny, but I guess now she's a victim, right? So these Kim Kardashian fans are like, you know, going back and forth. You know, the tea sippers are going back and forth with them. So this is what I wrote. I wrote this six days ago. Let me share my screen one more time. I said this, cause I was replying back to another tea sipper cause this person is basically accusing us of all oh, people were sharing her images without consent. Um, this is illegal regardless of why the, the image exists. You know, like trying to check us, like we're in the wrong. So I wrote this. I said, thank you. I was replying back to someone. I said her fans will excuse anything on her behalf. For years she bragged about the tape. Even said her family got famous from it. Now that it's convenient, she's a victim of, a, of non-consenting circumstances when it's been said that Chris sold the tape to Vivid. I wrote that six days ago, okay? Now today, Ray J finally comes out and spills the beans. He's breaking his silence on everything. So I was just basically posting this to be petty. You know, so I said, I just heard about Ray J's confession. Don't mind me. I'm just stopping by IG to be petty to all the Kim Kardashian fans that were loud and wrong six days ago. So I was just, you know, showing that. So when the mission petty is a success, I'm not going to say I told you so. So now let me say this. Am I the first person in the world to say that this whole thing was planned? Of course not. That wasn't why I wrote that. I was just saying I was T. O'Donnell in that instance because I said this six days ago now. Ray J is coming out, you know, basically confirming this. But I was not the first person who put that out there because if you guys know anything about the Kardashians or have been following their rise like I have, um, you see I made a whole damn documentary on how Kanye helped the family out. Back in 2016, they were called out up this info here let me get what was the man's name there was a man who put out a book this was back in 2016 his name was ian halperin so he was the first person not me and not even ray j who talked about this years ago there was a book written okay and what happened Is that basically the Kardashians with their power in the media, they were able to get this story deaded. But see, I don't forget shit. Let me show y'all these receipts. Like even now you have to like go back years to try and find these articles about her sex tape. This man was blasting them back in 2016 about this situation. So let me show y'all this. Okay. March 27, 2016, Kris Jenner deliberately leaked Kim's sex tape. So this is what the article is saying. Kim signed a contract with Vivid Entertainment in 2007 to leak a sex tape she made with Ray J in 2003. A new book called The Kardashian Dynasty by Ian Houtburn claims he quotes a source in the adult film industry who said, a mutual friend of Kim and Paris Hilton had advised her if she wanted to achieve fame, a sex tape was the way to go. Kim had discussed the idea of producing a sex tape with her family beforehand. Halperin also says a former friend of Kim had told him it was Chris who engineered the deal behind the scenes and was responsible for the tape seeing the light of day. Although he added this had long been rumored in the showbiz world. Hepburn then posed as a porn star peddler selling another celebrity sex tape to speak to a vivid folks, spokesperson who he says told him when it comes to selling sex tapes, both parties need to sign off. Okay. So the whole thing goes on. So once again, this is proof that they've been called out for years and for years she's played victims. This is what her fans don't understand. For years, she's played victim like this sex tape was leaked. It was put out there to shame her as a woman. You know what I'm saying? It was done without her consent. But it had been rumored for years that this was a deal brokered between Kim, Ray J, and Vivid. And for Vivid to be able to release something, they have to have consent of all parties involved. Let's not forget, before Kim blew up, she was a she was a clothing stylist for uh Paris Hilton and she was also working for Brandy. That is how uh Ray J met Kim Kardashian. She was a stylist for these celebrities. And she also stole like $200,000 or some shit like that. Or maybe it was 20 grand. I don't know. She stole a lot of money from Brandy. She was just charging up Brandy's credit card and at that point they wanted to go and file charges after her and then, you know, they all decide to I don't think Brandy and the mom were necessarily involved in it, but they thought about doing the whole sex tape route and then Raja would get paid and it'd be able to pay off the debt that she owed to Brandy. So this was all like this whole plot behind the scenes. Now, I just don't like the fact that, you know, for years she's been able to play victim. And even before we get to this point, she bragged about this sex tape. Cause I remember watching the early shows of The Kardashian. Oh, y'all are only here because of me. It's because of my sex tape that y'all are even famous. Y'all only have a name because of what I did. And my thing is, like people were saying back then, you need to stop bragging about this sex tape because it's really not cute. First and foremost, it was dry as hell. But not even that. What about your future children? You know, it's all fun and dandy when you're trying to get clicks and views and trying to get people to tune into your show. Oh, I made it because I was horny. It was no big deal. But now, fast forward, you know, I don't know, damn it, 15 years later, now her son is on Roblox, you know, and he's getting sent links to her sex tape. And now she wants to use it as a storyline for her new Hulu show where she's crying and supposedly, you know, Kanye went to go broke her whole deal to go get the sex tape back, the part two that supposedly existed. So this whole situation is a mess. And I'm glad that Ray J is finally speaking up. A lot of people saying that, okay, well, why is Ray J even talking? She already made her money. It don't matter. Obviously, Ray J's talking because he's tired of looking like the bad guy after so many years. Um, I think he should have been honest from jump, because let's not act like Ray J didn't get a check. He definitely made some money. But Ray J and Brandy, they will not, you know, as far as like fame and and financially. They'll never be on the same level as all these Kardashians, right? These Kardashians have now surpassed Ray J and Brandy as far as fame and money. All from a sex tape. So that sex tape did not help his career. And that's the messed up part. You know, and this is not the first time, you know, that these sex tapes have been used to propel mainly white women's careers. Let's start with Paris Hilton. Before her sex tape, I mean, we knew she was an heir. She had some money, but nobody was really checking for her like that. You know, she'd run the streets of New York with Nicole Richie and, you know, her little rich socialite friends. But once One Night in Paris with Rick Solomon came out, that like took her to a whole new level. Remember, she got the simple life. She got, you know, TV show deals that really propelled her. Perfume lines, everything came to her from a sex tape. Before that, she was just an heiress, right? Ah, uh, remember uh now china it didn't really help china and when i say china i'm not talking about black china i'm talking about china the wrestler who remembers if you're old enough to remember one night in china all my wrestling fans remember when they kicked her out the wwe vince mcmahon stephanie mcmahon and triple h when they did that to china they basically left her destitute right like it was just shady she was with him and Stephanie McMahon basically took her man. And then they got, they, they plotted to get her kicked out the WWE. Don't play with me. Come on, wrestling fans. Okay, I'm glad y'all remember. She was so desperate for money that she had to do porn. She did the whole one night in China. And that's how she was getting her money. And from there, remember, she went on to, what was that show with all the celebrities? The Surreal Life. She was on the show, This is Real Life. That's how she ended up getting into reality television from her sex tape. And then the WWE tried to use that against her and said, we can't put her in the Hall of Fame because she has a sex tape out here. No, you don't want to put her in the Hall of Fame because Stephanie McMahon is your daughter. Let's keep that real. And y'all don't want people looking at her sideways like a damn, you know what I'm saying, uh, like a side chick, because that's what she was. They're trying to protect Stephanie McMahon's image but that's a whole nother damn string, okay? So, so we talked about One Night in China, but the original sex tape was Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. They're the ones who started the sex tape craze. And theirs was different though. Theirs was more, you could tell they were on their honeymoon, they were in love. You know, Tommy had that big old nine inch pain, honey. <laughs> okay, Tommy, we see you, boo. Okay? They didn't leak that on purpose. They're like house made or whatever, stole the tapes. And that's how the tapes got out. And then eventually, you know, they're like, well, fuck it. Let's make money off of it. Right? So they're the original people who started the whole sex tape trend. So from what I've seen, when, and then thank you, Farrah Abraham from Team Mom, who remembers Backdoor Team Mom. Why do I know all this shit? Damn, why do I know all these porn names? These I ain't embarrassed. I'm just keeping it real. For journalistic purposes only. Who remembers Backdoor Team Mom? And that propelled Fair Abraham. Remember, before that, she was just some stupid teenager who got knocked up and was on an MTV show. Then after that, you start seeing on red carpets, and you know y'all seen her, you know, career somewhat propel. I'm just saying, right? So it seems like it, it it helps a lot of young, you know, white celebrities. Now let's talk about black people who tried to do the same thing, and it did not work. Remember Mimi. From Love & Hip Hop, her and Nico sex tape. And Mimi is bad, okay? She looks damn good for her age, has an amazing body. Remember, all them shower rods sold out at Home Depot. They sold their sex tape. What happened? They made some money, but Mimi's not walking the Met Gala. She's not on the cover of Vogue. So it's like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't help us. Yes, thank you, Montana Fishburne. Remember, I'll uh, Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter remember she thought she's about to blow up well I'm Lawrence Fishburne's daughter watch me get fucked in the ass and we watched it and nothing happened people made fun of her for having a spotted ass and that was it no one cared so unfortunately sex tapes it does not do the same when it's you know black women that's why I say you can't do everything white women do Because you're not going to get the same benefits. That's just, you know, that's just the truth of the matter. I'm just keeping it real. So she's been able to literally eat and, you know, create a whole lifestyle for herself and her family off of this sex tape. So much so that that sex tape and her being famous from that is how she was able to get into those circles to meet Kanye West and then from there use Kanye West you know they kind of used each other of course because by then you know she was made and she was doing her thing. but Kanye West is what really legitimized her in the fashion world remember they couldn't go to the Met Gala five years ago they were just a joke they were like a reality tv family that's it that's all now she's at the Met Gala wearing Marilyn Monroe's dress that's how big Kim is so even though Ray J is coming out with all this now They don't care. It's not going to do anything to slow down the Kardashian brand. You know? So let me go ahead and just show y'all some of what Ray J had to say here. Give me just a second. Where is that at here? Because he had a lot to say. I'm not going to read it all. But he was basically showing like the DMs between him and Kim. So let me show y'all this here. Give me just a second. Okay. He wrote a lot, child. He says, why are you playing games, Kim? I've been nothing but a team player. We all had an agreement. Now you're trying to drag my name for your new show. And that ain't cool. It fucked up my business, my relationships. When we sat down with Blank and your mom, we planned all of this together. Now you really are taking this lie to the next level making me look crazy. I don't want to expose the real shit that we did, but you are leaving me no choice. Kanye said that, hold on. Kanye said that he said you wanted the footage and I, and I gave him all the videos and pics in Texas for me and you because I was trying to make things okay. I'm trying to see this, I think it goes over here, okay. All of the videos and pics, okay, trying to make things okay and make you feel better. Now I realize this is another promo stunt for you. Unless you reach out to me soon, I'm going to take it to the level where it shows all of what we did. All of the meetings and the convos about the plan, the date, the times of our meetings, the whole lie. You and Chris planned since the beginning. This is not a threat. You've taken this too far. You know what we did? Your mom controlled the whole sex tape deal with blank and blank. It was her idea to put out the... Okay, then it goes on to this. It's like really convoluted and cut off. <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna read this part. I know how promo goes and I get it 100%, but it's gotten out of control with this new story. And my team is on my head thinking it's true. Me sticking a dildo in your ASS while your sleep is pretty out of control, LOL. Wouldn't you wake up if you felt that in your butt? (laughs) What (laughs) What the hell? I would hope so, Kimmy. I would never be that loose and open. LOL, just kidding. But seriously, it makes me look like a R word and a dirty perv. And I'm catching a lot of flack from it. That's why I hit you like this. Out of all these years since the tape, we've been able to build brands and make a lot of money. You already go to the billies. Please help me stay in a positive light. I want my kids to be proud of me. Aww. They are two and three years old. They are innocent. Please don't make their dad look like a loser when you know me more. Um, so I'm going to read Kim's response to him. Uh, so Kim goes, I think then he must have texted her or something. No, no, this is on. Okay. Then he says, it's Ray. If you don't know who this is, it's Ray J. So Kim says this. Hi, I'm sorry. I'm only seeing your above DMs. I'm happy to hear that you're doing well and congrats on your beautiful family. Um, In regards to your last message, did you actually watch the episode? Because I didn't say a single bad thing about you. The show is filmed in real time. And the day in hell that I had with the, the day was hell that I had with my lawyers and when your mom threatened to release another sex tape. That doesn't exist, and my son, who's only five years old at the time, seeing an ad with my crying face emoji that said next to Kim's new sex tape as to clickbait in roblox um it was upsetting, and I have to deal with that. oh God, these victim tears child um and I had to deal with that, and I'm sure that you can understand also how that feels if you're upset about the dildo comment it was clearly a sarcastic joke i was laughing when i said it (sighs) my burn them to the ground comment was a generalization to anyone threatening to hold over my head 20 years later we are both parents now with young kids and careers and i'm sure you want to move on but you know uh just like I do, but your manager is the person who brought this all up out of nowhere and I have the right to share it, how it will affect me. Next week's episode airs. What the fuck is he writing? (laughs) Where Kanye brings me the computer and he says he got it back from you, which shows you in a positive light for giving that to him. Thank you for doing that. I'm not reading no more of this bullshit between Kim and Ray J child. Bring out the tiny violins for the both of them, honey. I'm done with their back and forth. Ray J's a mess. Kim knew what she was doing. Because again, if y'all plant this, you notice she didn't say, Ray J, I saw your above message. What the F are you talking about? Fool, we didn't plan this. You leaked my sex tape, you perv. She didn't say that. She was like, hey, what what are you talking about? I did show you in a good light. I was just joking. Ha ha, funny. No, it's not funny. Because again, like I said, he started getting attacked when she was bringing up this whole sex tape fiasco for her new season of Hulu. People, if people were attacking me and I'm not even in the damn sex tape, I know he was getting attacked. People are accusing me of sex, sex tape shaming. So if people are coming at me crazy on Instagram, imagine how they were coming at Ray J. So I feel him for being upset. And then you're sitting here lying, talking about he done stuffed the dildo up your butt. Come on, Kim, you're doing too damn much. Who cares if you're joking, you know, a segment of the population, they're going to take everything you say seriously. That's just what it is. So it makes him look like a perv. And like he said, like like he was, you know, in her without her consent. So I'm glad that he cleared his name. I think that's what really made him clear his name like. I'm sure he wants, you know, his kids to be proud of him and things like that. And Ray J's a good dad. You know, he ain't the best husband. Okay, Him and Princess, they got their issues. But Ray J's a really cool dude. He's a good dad. You know, he's worked hard to build his brand. You know, he has the Raycon earbuds. He had the Scooty bikes. You know, he's always done things to just help keep his name out there. So I think for somebody who's trying to keep their brand relevant and, you know, be seen in a more positive light, it's not OK for her to be bringing his name up and acting like once again, he's trying to blackmail her or whack 100. His manager is trying to blackmail her and whack 100. He addressed this like maybe a month ago when he cussed out Cam and Chris Jenner, you know, so he already said that they weren't trying to blackmail her. So I just think the whole situation is crazy. I think at this point in time, you know, Kim needs to just tell the truth. Like, you've already become rich off this sex tape. You're considered an icon now in American culture. So, nobody, like, there's nothing that the Kardashians can do that will destroy their brand. Like, let's just keep that real. Unless it comes out that, you know, they're secretly, you know, killing babies in their backyard or some shit. There's really nothing they can do to destroy their brand. They've stolen from people, stolen designs, hairstyles, you know, took in other people's man, just all types of stuff they've been you know, drug on social media for, and still like Maya Angelou, they still rise, you know? So I don't even think this is going to affect them at all, but I think for Ray J, he wanted to get this off his chest and he's tired of being made to look like, you know, the bad guy who's trying to sex shame her, who was trying to, you know, victimize her when this was clearly planned by all parties. So her response to everything that, I mean, Ray J wrote a whole dissertation. I got, I, I didn't even finish reading it all. He wrote too much shit. I ain't got time. This stream is only an hour long, Ray J. We got to move on, brother. We got to move on. So look at all the stuff he wrote. And not one time did she say, Ray, that's not true. We didn't plan this. So Kim, you're caught. You're a liar. Your family lied. But I'm not surprised. You know, this is the world that we live in. People love to fake it till they make it. You know, let's act like we're here and, and we're doing this and that. And then, you know, we'll just pretend. And then once the money starts coming in, we can actually act like we're living that lifestyle. They do it all the time on reality TV. Who remembers the first season of Real Housewives of Atlanta? Remember, everybody was living in a town home. people renting cars, um, loving hip hop Atlanta, their first season. Uh, Stevie J didn't even have a car. He was walking. You know? But they were faking it till they made it. And now they were able to make money off of those shows. So Kim kind of did the same thing. So I'm not mad. I just don't like the fact that she's still trying to put this narrative out there that she's a victim. And I don't like the fact that her fans keep trying to attack me and other people and act like we're somehow victim shaming her for speaking the truth. She's not a victim. This was planned. Okay. They planned the sex tape because around that time, this is when sex tapes were popping. Everybody was trying to, you know, drop a sex tape and her stuck. And she was able to become famous off of it, just like Paris Hilton. So she took the Paris Hilton playbook and it worked for her. So I just find the whole situation crazy. Now, I want to talk about this before I go. I've been on here almost an hour already. Um, Let me go ahead and read some more super chats here. Give me just a second. Uh, Let's see here. Live from NYC says, That guy's face reminds me of the cartoon. How many lumps do you want? Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. Um, Let's see here. Oh, this whole page is refreshing. Um, Beast says, don't forget the Razz B sex tape. Child, why you bring a Razz B sex tape? I want to forget about it. Sex tape looked like it smelled like hot dog water. He thought that tape was going to take him somewhere. It took him nowhere. That that tape went triple aluminum. No one cared. <laughs> His tape did nothing for him. Him and He was in Japan trying to make sex tapes. I was like, oh, God, who asked for this? Nobody. Nobody at all. Here comes Raz B. I'm dropping a sex tape, too. The internet watched him. He was like, no, we're good. You should have kept this to yourself, okay? Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for the Super Chat, beast. Uh, let's see here. Mariah Monique says, I'm still trying to figure out who would want her as a stylist. She was tacky without Kanye. Mm. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. Uh, Beauty Lesson says, Hey, T, have you heard of Jules allegedly getting an OnlyFans girl pregnant? Oh, you're talking about Jules. Um, I thought you were talking about Jules Santana at first. Like, damn, he cheated on Kim uh, Kimbella. Um, You're talking about Jules, uh, Solange's son, child. You notice they always be like Beyonce's nephew. Y'all know he got a mama, right? Y'all always again, y'all gotta tie Beyonce to everything. You know, Beyonce's nephew out here knocking people up. Um, that's Solange's child. Okay, Beyonce's child is called Blue Ivy and Rumi, and I don't know the I think Sire or Sir. I don't know the motherboard's name. I just know Blue Ivy child. I think she got like three kids, though. She got the twins, and then she got blue ivy. Those are her children. Okay, she did not give birth to Jules. I heard about the OnlyFans girl getting pregnant. I'm not shocked. You know, Jules has been out there. He's been wilding for a while now, child. We've been known he was smashing. He smashed, yeah, what's the, Sky Jackson. You know what I'm saying? He's been out there wild for a while. I think, you know, maybe his parents need to talk to him. He needs to slow down. You know, my thing is, if you want to, you know, he's young. You know, his mama had him at 17, so he's not doing anything that, you know, a lot of us weren't doing at his age. But the point is, if you want to be out here smashing Jules, on a condom you can't be knocking up random only fan girls we got a whole legacy do you see beyonce getting knocked up by a damn you know what i'm saying the the, the local lunatic at nola you see your mom you know what i'm saying messing with you know thugs and drug dealers no you guys are considered upper echelon so you know you, you gotta be smart like you're, you're messing up the family's legacy jewels can't be out here knocking up only who you think you are drake <laughs> You know, Drake is good for knocking up a porn star, honey. You can't be messing up that damn Beyonce knows legacy, sir. Okay. So I don't know. They're claiming that she came out at first and said that she was just playing. Some people said that she was threatened. That's why she said she was playing. So I'm not sure. Um, I'm not really trying to really be in that business like that because he is a teenager. He's underage. So, I mean, do I really need to be digging into something like that? No, I'm too grown. He's the same age as my kids. I just, I can't dig into that. I just hear certain things that people post, like send me like a DM, like, oh, look, he knocked up somebody. Oh, okay, cool. I, I don't know what else to do or say. He's not my child. But what I will say is that Solange needs to get a hold of him and, and have a, you know, just a real conversation with him. Like, you know, um, you're a nose. I mean, granted, he got his daddy's last name, but y'all know what I mean. He's still a Knowles. He got that Knowles blood. You come from, you know, per the internet royalty, Queen Beyonce, King Jay-Z, not my king and queen, but, you know, per some of y'all, you can't be out here just, you know, just, you know, passing your pen around like Tic Tacs. You know what I'm saying? You got to get with a nice, you know, nice girl who's, you know, maybe going to college handling her business. It's okay to have a girlfriend, Jules. Don't have to smash all of young Hollywood, okay? Just saying. Hide your girls. <laughs> because Jules is in these streets wildin' honey. You ain't got to smash every chick you see. We know you're a cute little boy, but damn. And who are his friends? That's the, they need to find some new friends because whatever he does leaks onto the internet. Who are his friends? They stay posting his DMs. They stay posting his business. See. He don't have no real team around him, honey. Because in all these years, you've never really seen anything leak about B- from Beyonce's camp. Beyonce don't play that. You'll be off with your head. You leak some shit from her camp. Meanwhile, Jules' friends are like, oh, Jules is smashing this person. Here goes proof. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> well, y'all heard about that, child. I wasn't even going to make a video. I said, yeah, he, he's a shorty. We'll see what happens. Um, let's see here. Uh, pronounced Ariel says, Hey, T, finally caught a live. Thank you so much for the super chat and welcome. Thanks for coming through. Um, Night Nurse 117 sent a $50 super chat. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Um, Yasmin sent $17.99. She says, Hey, T, just wanted to come and show some love. Gonna watch this morning. It's 1 a.m. in the UK. You look absolutely stunning. And as always, love from Norwich, UK. Norwich. UK, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for staying up with me and watching the show, sis. Um let's see here. Mona <laughs> Me says, not the Kardashi hens. Yes, and they was Austin there crying like a bunch of hens. Oh, Kim. Oh, I'm so happy you got the sex tape back. As if the, the mother hen didn't, you know what I'm saying, sign up to do all this with Vivid. It's just this is why I say. Y'all can't believe everything that y'all see on television. It's so it's so many smokes and mirrors and things that people do for a storyline, things that people do to just try and get famous, to try and get fame. That's why you can't believe a lot of the stuff that these folks put out there because a lot of the stuff that they're saying is just crap. It's, they're just full of shit, you know. So this is just proving how you know the links that people will go to get money, to get fame, and this isn't just me. You know, call not the Kardashians, but even Ray J. Ray J's not innocent. He agreed. He signed, you know, on the dotted line. And he said it was about building his brand and getting money, you know, for him and his family. So it shows how all these people were in cahoots. You know what I'm saying? To fool the public. And he was willing to play the bad guy, which to me is just silly. It's really silly. Um, Let's see here. Uh, DW3010 sent $10. Says, I'm quite sure... Security must have been tight, but that dude was still able to get to Dave. Dave might want to check his security team and see how that dude got up there that close to him. Yeah, I agree. Somebody's definitely slipping. Somebody's definitely slipping because, like I said, he shouldn't have been able to even walk up to the stage, let alone run up there. So I don't know if somebody was, you know what I'm saying, beating their meat, playing on their phone, but they weren't paying attention, Okay to their post. And that's where he, he's going to have to figure that out because there was some type of security breach because there's no way. Because remember, I remember that tried to happen, That happened a few years ago. Somebody tried to run up on stage when it was Beyonce. Oh, shit. He thought he was going to run up on stage and hug her. They tackled his ass. As soon as he hit that step, whoo, clotheslined him. And they don't play about Queen Beyonce, honey. Dave Chappelle, you might want to hit a Beyonce's team because he put one foot on that step and they clotheslined his ass, okay? They don't play when it comes to Queen B. You need to make sure that your security team is tackling people before they make it to the stage. I mean, that's cool they beat his ass after the fact, but he could have stabbed you before they were able to beat his ass. So they gotta get it together. So I definitely agree with you on that. So thank you. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing. You know what I'm saying? You know, folks, you know, a lot of these people, they claim that their security and they be in their phone more than anybody. It's like, what are you securing, sir? You're on TikTok. There was a police officer. I don't know if y'all remember this. Um, it wasn't viral. Let me see if I can find this. She got fired and she got mad. Let me see. Police officer hired for TikTok videos. <clears throat> Damn, there's a bunch of police. I put it in. It's like 50 officers been fired. Never mind. It was a woman now she's supposed to be doing her job and she would just stop to make tiktok videos they'd have a call you can hear like people like oh there's a robbery get to such and such you know uh fieldstone street oh there's a robbery (laughs) what So she would just be making TikToks and she's supposed to be on call to, like, go to where there's an emergency. So eventually she got fired and she got mad. She had the nerve to do a uh, a press conference. I don't think it's okay that I should have been fired because I'm trying to bring the community together via my TikTok videos. Bitch, first of all, my taxpayers, my tax money, us as taxpayers, we don't pay the police to bring the community together via TikTok. We pay you that when there's a 9 emergency, you get in your cruiser and you show up. You don't dance before you go. You jump in your car and you, and you go to the emergency. They'd be like, oh, there's a fire, such and such. And she'd like, stop and start dancing. There's a fire. Let me get to the fire. Listen, what are you doing, ma'am? <laughs> I'm telling you, social media is about to be the death of society. People are like crazy. I have no doubt. Whoever was supposed to be sitting there guarding Dave Chappelle, that's probably on their phone, taking selfies and shit. Hey, look, hey, hey, I'm at the Dave Chappelle concert. Meanwhile, dude, the past past him and shit. <laughs> and now security wanted to run up there and put in work. Well, what was y'all before he even got past that first step? Please explain that. So you got a lot of folks out here who are doing too much. I think they probably were distracted. Remember them dancing nurses? Remember they kept dancing. What y'all dancing for? We were dying. Like, I could see, like, the first, like, 10 nurses. Then it was, like, every hospital, they'd just be in the hallway just dancing. I'm like, I understand it's stressful, but, like, why don't y'all dance after work? Because we, we can't go anywhere. And you're telling us, you know, unless it's an emergency, don't come to the hospital. And all we see is nurses dancing. So I'm like, is it really an emergency? Because... And then I thought, well, maybe they're very coordinated people. You know, they can do surgery and shit. And then when I was doing TikTok and learning them dances, them dances would take me all day to learn. So how are y'all nurses learning these dances so quickly? All y'all aren't professional dancers. So you mean tell me I was taking five hours out y'all shift to learn these dances? That's how long it took me to learn that I'm a savage dance. Don't judge me. <laughs> y'all said we taking care of COVID patients and y'all are in the hallway. All right, y'all, from the top. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm a savage. Foss <laughs> <Like, laughs> be doing too much at their job, buddy. They be doing too much. But thank you for the super chat. Um, Let's see here. Um, Bubbles Activate said, what up, T? I'll catch the playback. I just came to donate a little something, something. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, love. Um, Love Maria says, as soon as I heard that someone attacked Dave, I thought of you, T. Love you. <laughs> yep, because I called it out. Folks that I was reaching, and ain't nobody gonna give no, another comedian won't be attacked. You're always reaching, not even a month later. Here comes Isaiah. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. KK sent 777. Thank you so much. He says, Hey, T, finally getting to watch your live. I appreciate you and your amazing energy. Thank you so much. Appreciate you for coming through um aliyah says i'm not feeling well t but i want to show you some love enjoy hit the like button y'all i'll see y'all on the discord thank you for coming through and i hope you start feeling better Aaliyah. thank you for the super chat um let's see here chanel johnson says this is random but i feel as though they don't talk about eddie guerrero enough in the wrestling world but maybe i'm too far removed I liked Eddie Guerrero. He died in Minneapolis, actually, in Minnesota. I don't think they talk enough about certain wrestlers, especially ones who passed. I do think he made a big difference in WWE. You know, um, yeah, you'd think that they would. Yeah, it was all of them. Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. That was like, I think they were like the last generation of wrestlers that I really watch like I don't really watch this new crop of wrestlers I'm more like I remember like more like the old school like the mid 2000s when my kids were younger and like when I was like in high school junior high and elementary like those were the wrestlers I remember all these new people, people were like do you watch some? I don't know who that is <laughs> I don't watch these new wrestlers I'm sorry I don't now we can talk about ultimate warrior Jake the Snake. Hawk Hogan, Coco Beware. We could talk about that shit all day. Y'all mentioned these new, yeah, Ric Flair. Y'all mentioned these new folks. I'd be like, who? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yes, those were the days. I'm telling you, those were the days, honey. And back then, there was like, there were really no rules. You know, like, like anything went. And it was just like really dope storylines. So I can't get into the new wrestling nowadays. Yeah. And even the girls, like, you know, I feel like the girls, like Tish and Lita and them, they're all like really pretty. It's not the same like even when China was wrestling. Like, she was big. She was buff. She wrestled like a dude. Like, now I feel like it's just more like sexual. Like, even when you saw the women wrestlers like back in the, like the 90s, a lot of them, they were like big like guys. It was like Guys, they were and them would wrestle guys now. It's just like really sexy, you know. what I'm saying it's more like about sex appeal and you know, these sexy wrestlers and their titties are done. And then yeah, nobody had time for all that back then. Y'all here to wrestle now. It feels more like a modeling type wrestling. Go back and look at some of them old women wrestlers from back in the 80s and 90s with the horrible makeup and hair. They came to do damage. Lama was fat as hell, too. They'll sit on you. These new girls are just too sexy for me. I just, I mean, they're beautiful, don't get me wrong, but I don't look at them as like like wrestlers like China and like some of like the OGs from back in the day. I just don't. I just feel like they're just really pretty. Here y'all go. Y'all got me talking my wrestling again. <laughs> um, let's see here. Yeah, I loved Elizabeth. Elizabeth's life was sad. I didn't know that, you know, I really thought. The whole thing with her and and Macho Man was like the real deal. And, you know, she ended up, you know, dying because of drugs. And I don't know, honey. I was a big fan of Elizabeth back in the day. I liked her a lot. (laughs) All right, let me see here. Uh, It's Tyson Baby says, T, can you rate the Met Gala Outfits 2022? Outfits because last year's T-Sippin' Met Gala review was hilarious. Oh, yeah, that was funny because I went live the same time as the Met Gala last year. Now, I like Cardi B's outfit. I thought her outfit, that whole Versace number um, made with all that metal with the Versace, you know, emblems on there. I thought that was beautiful. I thought that she understood the assignment, in my personal opinion. Um, So I liked her dress. I didn't understand the whole hat outfit with Nikki and um, Kylie Jenner. But people were saying that they were going out for the, I guess, the baseball era was going on during that time, too. So that's why they had on baseball caps. So I guess that made more sense. But, I mean, there were some fashions that I saw that were interesting. I can't think of who wore what off the top of my head. I have to be looking at the pictures. But those were the three that stood out to me. Now, speaking about that, um, Meg Thee Stallion, she looked good. I did see her outfit. Uh, she was wearing Marc Jacobs. She looked good. Normani looked good. I remember her outfit. Um, Let me see. I do want to say this. Speaking of the Met Gala. Let me bring it back to Kim Kardashian. Somebody had just sent me this story. Now, a lot of people think that Kim Kardashian was just dressed like Marilyn Monroe. What people don't understand is Kim Kardashian was wearing the dress, the actual dress. That Marilyn Monroe wore when she sung happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Y'all know that song she sung like his damn wife wasn't in the room. So she wore that dress. Kim had to lose 21 pounds, I think like in a month to fit in because Marilyn Monroe was very petite. You know, she didn't have, you know, ass injections and all that bullshit. She's a very slim woman. So (laughs) y'all called it the whole song y'all are a mess um so she had to lose a lot of weight to fit into that dress which she did but now what i find very very interesting and this is why i say there's a lot of little dark things that go on in hollywood but they try and play they try and pass it off as jokes when she was given that dress by ripley's believe it or not one if you guys don't understand clothing jewelry jewelry um, things of significance to people, they carry a certain energy. Okay. Okay. T.T.'s about to go deep here. Hopefully I don't mess with the stream. Things carry a certain energy. That's why when you go to garage sales or antiques places like antique stores, you have to really pray over the things that you get because you can carry a certain energy from things that you bring into your home. Right? Like. If somebody's grandmother really loved a particular necklace or a ring and then you buy it for 50 cent, yeah, it's a deal, but now you don't got grandma's spirit in your house fucking up your house looking for a ring. You know what I mean? So you got to pray over certain things because you can you can bring certain attachments with you, right? And um and that's with anything because clothes, you know what I'm saying, when we wear clothes, our energy, especially when you have like a favorite shirt or a favorite, you know, outfit, Our energy is part of that. That's what makes the outfit beautiful. When people say, oh, you look like you're glowing. You know, you make the outfit. The outfit doesn't make you. It's the person. It's the aura. Okay. So when I heard that she was literally wearing Marilyn Monroe's dress, I'm like, she's going for a specific energy, which is very interesting to me because Marilyn Monroe was what she was looked at as a, you know, like a a sex kitten, you know? When you think about sex, especially in old Hollywood, it was Marilyn Monroe. We're not even going to get to the whole fact that she was sleeping with JFK and, you know, uh, the brother and they were passing her around. I'm not even going to talk about that during this stream. But a certain energy comes with that dress. So that's what I was first thinking when when I found out that she was wearing the real dress. I'm like, she's trying to project a certain energy out there, right? She's trying to be the living embodiment of Marilyn Monroe. But now. What a lot of people didn't know, which I find very creepy, is what she said when she was going to go pick up the dress. So she's going to the Ripley's, believe it or not, museum to go get this dress. Do you know that they gave her a lock of Marilyn Monroe's real hair? And Kim says, oh, I'm about to do some crazy voodoo shit with this. Y'all think I'm lying. Let me show y'all the receipts. And I'll miss shit, honey. So they are this is Marilyn Monroe's real hair that Ripley's believe it or not had. And they gave it to Kim Kardashian. Listen to what she says.
1: Okay, yeah, this is either really cool or a little strange, but that's who you're doing business with, right? So what is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm literally going to do some crazy voodoo shit that I love. <laughs>
0: <all laughs> and I channel her.
1: So, so special 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 special. Me. thank you so much. This is so cool. So cool. Good vibes. Wow. Beautiful. This is sleeping with me every night. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs>
0: mm. Honey. Y'all heard the words, and I channel her. This is sleeping with me every night. I'm going to do some crazy voodoo shit. Now, y'all know the other day I was speaking about that whole, you know, I went esoterical with that whole situation with, um, what's her name? The Megan, the other Megan, Megan Fox. You know, a lot of times we pass stuff off as jokes. But I see that what she said is very esoterical, you know? There's energy in Marilyn Monroe's hair. There's energy in that outfit. So I just found that very, very interesting, you know, that she made that comment, that she said that, and the fact that she was allowed to wear Marilyn Monroe's real dress. So that just goes to show you that from the time she plotted with her mom and Vivid and the industry, because trust me, the industry allowed her to come into the industry because they knew that they're willing to do anything, right? So it's very interesting that from the time she came into the industry because of a sex tape, okay? That it seems like that's what they groomed her to be, to be our modern 2020 version of Marilyn Monroe. And now she became the living embodiment of that during the Met Gala. On top of having Marilyn Monroe's real hair. And remember how Marilyn Monroe really became more of a household name. If you guys watch my Playboy deep dive, y'all and I broke down so much stuff in that deep dive. But the way that Marilyn Monroe really got known outside of, you know, JFK and the singing of the birthday and all that stuff was through Playboy. And Hugh Hefner did not have her permission. He bought her pictures from the photographer, okay? She did not want her pictures attached to Playboy. She did not want to be in the Playboy magazine. Hugh Hefner bought those pictures for, I think, $500, and he made millions off of Marilyn Monroe in life and in death. So that woman was very, very exploited. You know, if you really understand the things that Marilyn Monroe, you know, went through, you know, it's easy to dismiss her and just be like, oh, she was a whore, and she cheated with the president. It's it's way deeper than that. You know, she was a really smart lady, but of course that's not shown because they want to promote the dumb, blonde, you know what I'm saying? But she wasn't dumb. And she had to do a lot of things to just try and make it. Because it's not like, as women, we have way more freedom now. You know, it wasn't like that back in the 30s and 40s. So this was just a young woman trying to just make her way in life and trying to break into Hollywood and things like that. And you're always going to have wolves. You're always going to have men who are willing to exploit women. You know, thank goodness now, this generation, we had the Me Too movement and things like that. But back then, there was none of that. People would tell you flat out, you want to be in this movie, you want to, you know, be on this TV show, you got to sleep with me, him, 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 and him. And a lot of these women, they would do it. That's how it was back then, unfortunately. The casting couch is real. So I find it very interesting that she's bringing back spirit of Marilyn Monroe and she bought it back during that whole Met Gala which we know is you know low-key celebrity you know whatever (laughs) but yeah um yeah Dorothy Dandridge she was another one yeah a lot of those women you know from back then I think I have I have more respect for them now than I did maybe like before I started like really researching their backgrounds and a lot of times when we look at women or even men of the past, we kind of look through them through our eyes in modern day. And when you're researching somebody, you have to really be able to put yourself in their shoes, in their time, and understand that when they do certain things and they make certain mistakes and they go through certain things, what was going on in that time and space? Because it's very easy to judge from the eyes of somebody who's living in the, right now in the present of 2022 but you have to look at that person and judge them from the time that they were living back then. Yes, Shirley Temple was another one who was very much exploited by the industry as a child. You know? So yeah, the rabbit hole goes deep. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, Let's see here. I'm gonna read a few more super chats. I'm gonna get ready to go. I've been on for already an hour and 19 minutes here. Um... Let's see, Miss Alea Johnson says, Hey, beautiful. Glad to see your beautiful self giving us the real is always. Love you. Love you too. And thank you so much. Appreciate you, sis. Um, let's see here. Don says, not T talking about spirits in clothes while I'm out thrift shopping. I never knew that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. But yeah, you know, just certain things. Like when you get things from a thrift store, always wash it. You know, pray over everything. You know, we pray over our food. You know, you don't know who made your food. So we pray over the hands that prepared this meal. Pray over your clothes. Pray over what you bring into your home, you know? So yeah, don't don't worry about it. Don't look at it as a negative thing. I shop at thrift stores. You know, I pray over the clothes and I throw in the washer, you know? But it's more like when it comes to like antiques, more or less like heirlooms, I'm very cautious of that stuff. Like people are like, oh, this was my grandmother's, this is my great-great-grandmother's, you know, antique drawer from like 1854. Okay, well, you can keep it in your home, you know. Cool, I'm sure your great-great-grandmother does not want that moved. <laughs> keep that in the family. You know, so certain things like that, I, I, I don't want and I won't accept, you know. Just because, especially like, people had a lot of attachments to like old furniture. Because it's not like today, like our furniture is cheap. You know, we might have to buy new furniture every two to three years. So we're not really as attached to stuff. But you got to figure, people back in like the 1800s, 1900s, they had to build that stuff from scratch. And when you're building something, you're making a labor of love, you're putting your energy, your soul into that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean when I say a lot of old stuff has a spiritual attachment because they physically had to make a lot of that stuff. Nowadays, people just press together wood and it's made by a robot and you buy it off of Amazon. There's no attachment to the bullshit on Amazon you know? But that's why a lot of times like old stuff, you know, it, it meant a lot of things to people because people didn't have, like we have so much junk now, you know, fast fashion and stuff like that. Back then people didn't have clothes like that to just, you know, splurge on. You had winter clothes, a few outfits for winter, a few outfits for spring, a few outfits for summer and fall. That was it. Now with fast fashion, we're just going through clothes and destroying the environment. But when we were kids, remember, they would send out clothing catalogs, like JCPenney catalogs, Sears catalogs, and you would get a fall and winter catalog and a summer and spring catalog. You got two catalogs a year. And you pitch your little outfits. I know it sounds old, but y'all 90s kids, y'all remember that shit? Y'all remember Fingerhut? Don't don't play with me, okay? (laughs) Y'all remember the Fingerhut magazines, Sears, okay? It was two catalogs per year. And you went through, then you
1: picked out your clothes. If you couldn't find them in the stores. Mm-hmm.
0: And now everything is fast fashion. So we don't have attachments to stuff. And part of that is the conditioning from social media. <clears throat> like I could wear this shirt a month from now. Somebody be like, oh, you wore that already. Okay. Don't you wash your clothes? but because social media has conditioned a whole generation of people to feel like they can't wear things over again. Shit me, I'm not from this generation. You are gonna see this shirt again, probably in a few more weeks. So what? That's what you're supposed, to. you're supposed to wear your clothes. You don't wear them one time for the gram and then throw them away. But that's what a lot of people are doing now or they're donating them and it just ends up in a landfill. So yeah, I can go deep with the whole fast fashion thing. Um, let's see here. Beastly Senpai says, my mom says she never buys used furniture because they may contain the owner's spirit. Yep. That is very true. Yep. Especially if it's old, old furniture that was made by hand. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not just making this up. This is like real stuff. It's real. Um, I don't I don't want to butcher your name because it's spelled pretty. Jarza. J-A-R-I-Z-A. I think it's Jarza. That's really pretty, Jarza. Hopefully I said it right. She sent ten says, hey, T, wanted to show you some love. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, love. Thank you. Um, let's see here. June File says, I've been a tea sipper for over four years now. I love you and your content. Keep going strong. Thank you so much. Alexandra Jean says, there was a movie or it disappeared. Hold on. There was a movie where they use hair to channel a ghost. That ish is real from Haiti. Thank you so much. Shout out to my Zos out there. <laughs> the zoos be coming through. Thank you for the love. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Miss925 says, didn't Chris Jenner dress as Jackie Kennedy at the Met Gala? She did. I found that very interesting. I mean, think about how crazy that is. If you look at that esoterically the daughter is portraying the side chick no disrespect to marilyn monroe but that's what she was right she was sleeping with jfk the daughter is portraying the side chick and the mama is portraying the wife of jfk that's very interesting very interesting i don't take anything for granted that they do they do it for a reason and to push a certain message. So well, thank you for the super chat. Um, Let's see here. Desiree says, pray over your wings and bundles. Oh, your wigs and bundles. Love you, T. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, Let's see here. Farah H says in Islam, very knowledgeable on this topic. To do black magic on somebody, you need their hair, nails, clothes. Images of them and the names of their mother. Just saying. Mm. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Pink curly sunny says, <clears throat> "Excuse me, I'm coming down with a cold." Um, the weather here keeps changing. One minute it's like sixty, then the next minute it's thirty degrees. So I'm under the weather right now. So sorry for coughing. Um, pink curly sunny says, "Finger Hut was the originators of the pre-approved." <laughs> Yeah, those Fingerhut magazines were a trip. They let you, you know what I'm saying, buy stuff first, let you not pay. They're going to be sending a bill to your house every month. They're going to be calling. You know them fee y'all bought during the school year? You still owe us $18.99, click. <laughs> we ain't got it. <laughs> I remember them damn Fingerhut calls. So, y'all, on that note, I appreciate y'all coming through. Um, This was a wonderful stream. Lots of good conversation. Thank you, everybody who sent a super chat today. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for coming through. We have over 10,000 people watching. Shout out to y'all. Please make sure you guys hit the like button. I'm going to go ahead and get ready to lay down and drink some tea and, you know what I'm saying, get myself together. You guys have a good night, and I will be back uh, maybe this weekend. I'll do another stream. Um, I'm also working on the deep dive. So that's what I'm also working on in between regular videos. So be patient. Hopefully the deep dive may be done by next week, but I'm kind of doing the edits and then I'm working on other videos and other stuff as well. So um, I will keep you guys posted and we'll have our Discord meeting tomorrow. So tomorrow we'll have a Discord Zoom meeting. So I'll see you guys on the Discord then. So you guys have a good night. Talk to y'all later. Bye.